always start my consultations with a little bit of chat. This day, I started talking about something I'd heard on the radio on my way to work. I knew she'd be interested. Wow, she said. What a coincidence. I was just thinking about that in the waiting room. This is Tegan. She's been my patient for about six years. I love her to bits. She's a smart, engaging 27-year-old who's had a terrible time since her teens with recurrent depressive episodes, some quite severe episodes. Five years ago, she had her first manic episode and the pennies started to drop about what her diagnosis really was. The new diagnosis explained much of the previous decade, not just the lows, but also the little episodes of excess energy and enthusiasm, like overtraining for marathons or the time she set up a business on a wing and a prayer. That didn't go well. Or even the time she got really involved with an online conspiracy theorist. For the last few years, Tegan's bipolar disorder has been reasonably well controlled. She's on a mood stabiliser, which she takes regularly, and occasionally needs an additional antidepressant for a while. She knows all the things she needs to do to look after herself. She does regular exercise, makes sure she eats well and gets the right amount of sleep. She stays away from alcohol, and she comes to see me regularly so that I can keep an eye on her. She's getting much better at recognising some of the things that trigger her mood swings. She can identify a depressive episode before it takes hold and she knows what to do once the depressive episode begins. On the other hand, she's not quite so good at recognising the highs and like lots of people with bipolar disorder, she's not always willing to admit to them because they feel so good. It's been happening all week, she says. Coincidences everywhere. I look at her and wonder what else is going on. She's smiling and bright. Last time I saw her, she was very glum, and we were both concerned that she was beginning to slide into depression again. That's why I'd brought her appointment forward. I saw her after two weeks instead of a month this time. My first reaction is relief that she's not depressed, and then I remember what I know about coincidences and ask her a few more questions. I'm doing really well she says with enthusiasm. I got a high distinction for my coursework on Monday. She's doing a part-time course as a non-degree student. I did work really hard for it. I really enjoyed the study, though. I enjoyed it so much that on a couple of nights, I didn't even go to bed. I studied right through the night. And I've joined the gym again. These are warning bells for me. But Tegan seems blithely unaware of my concerns. How long have you been spending at the gym each day, I say. I do a yoga class and then do about two hours of cardio. So, three hours altogether. She nods and starts to look sheepish. She knows now where the conversation is going. We've been through this over-engagement with things, especially exercise, before. It's a warning sign for hypomania. I ask her what she thinks about all the coincidences. She's not sure, but she tells me she's been thinking that something really special, maybe even supernatural, has been happening. I wouldn't have known to explore the coincidences if I hadn't been familiar with the screening tool for mania and hypomania that we use here at Black Dog Institute. 
It's a tool designed to detect a history of highs in someone who has a clear history of depression. Knowing the questions in the tool familiarises you with some of the more subtle aspects of bipolar highs. One of them is seeing more coincidences in your life. Another one is seeing new meaning in things. It just demonstrates that highs are not only about spending more money and having indiscriminate sex, as we all learn as undergraduates. Take a look at the tool. It's freely available, and I've had a few patients make their own diagnosis based on its results. Remember, though, that like all self-report tools, it's not diagnostic. It's just a pointer to the direction you might take when you do your clinical assessment. And on the subject of coincidences, there was a great episode of This American Life podcast just recently that looked at coincidences. It's called No Coincidence, No Story which is apparently an old Chinese saying, it's definitely worth a listen.